contemplation and action and special lights refraction. It's Rhyme and Reason 848. Hey there, Tony here. You know, back in the day, a rainbow was a rainbow. Wouldn't you agree with that? Surely. And for a relatively small group of people, it also represented a promise from God that he would never flood the earth again. That's in the Bible. I consider his promise to be proof of contemplation and action because I believe God contemplates his actions toward us based on ours toward or away from him. So it goes in that order, contemplation and action. And I believe that because I see so much evidence throughout his best-selling book. Of course, younger so-called pastors say we probably shouldn't use the Bible when we talk to people about God, and their reasoning is because if they don't believe in God, those people you talk to, then they just don't care about your good book. And I say to that, what a load of Bulgarian well-dung. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. Obviously, those nicer-than-God pastors prefer self-indulgent action without contemplation in God's Word over what has been true for millennia. Anyway, back to the rainbow, okay? An ironic perspective twist popped into my brain today. Rainbows occur when light is refracted, you know, bent, deflected, through water. Yeah, I know the same thing happens through a crystal prism. For the sake of my point, this is about water rainbows, okay? Before the worldwide flood, remember, you know, the, the one with Noah, his family, and all those animals, the world had never seen rainbows. Isn't that cool to think of? Sort of, in a way. Some Christians say there was no rain either, but some others say that's not necessarily true. Doesn't really matter for what I'm talking about today. The point is, there weren't rainbows. But once God flooded the whole planet, he decided to tell Noah he wouldn't do that again. So he said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Okay, thought I'd give it a little God voice action there. Now, God didn't have to invent rainbows because he created water, and he created lights and placed them above the earth. And then the natural laws of physics did the rest. Light shined into the water, refracted, and split into the colors you see in each rainbow. Pretty cool. Well, here's where the ironic and twisted twist I mentioned earlier butts in. A group of people who prefer to thumb their noses at God and claim their sin as their identities, that group has also staked a claim to the month of June, which just passed as I record this. They say it has something to do with pride, and I think that's Ironic twist number one, since that's what happens before destruction. Because they not only claim their sin as their identity, but they also want everyone else to acknowledge and accept their right to it. Yes, they have a right to that sin. And they stake the claim to the rainbow. And here's ironic twist number two. They cast their darkened hearts over the refracted light of God's promise. But those darkened hearts don't and will never diminish the truth of the rainbow. So, the most they can do is 
sew some different colored fabrics together and make a flag, right? Sure, they can wave those flags around and stir up their own frenzied hysteria, you know, in an attempt to elevate their self-indulgence, but in the end, it's just fabric and futility. They definitely don't connect wise contemplation and action, and they definitely aren't well represented by rainbows. And you should know, I don't hate them. I don't hate those people who are doing that, but I do hate them. Uh-oh, it's another one of those bigoted and apparently confused hater Christians, right? Mm, not really, because how is it possible to hate and not hate at the same time? Uh, it's a legitimate question if you're a new or a baby Christian, or if you're someone who's easily offended by the truth, and truth is hate to those who hate the truth, by the way. If you're someone who's hell-bent on claiming your despicable and destructive sin as your identity, I love you enough to tell you that leads to eternal torment. And I hate you for doing that to yourself and others because you destroy so much more than you even realize, especially if you partake in so-called pride parades. How about that for some plosives? Where you can flaunt your perversion even in the face of children, and yeah, they are doing that. I do not enjoy writing or talking about this. I'd much rather spend that time in deep thought about how to connect rhythms and syllables and words together into beautiful pictures for the mind, especially if those pictures help show the glory of God and His love. And that kind of reminds me of this little snippet in time. Once upon a magic moment, there was a young poet who sat for a little while in a meadow filled with spring flowers. The clear yet slightly opaque blue spring sky added the finishing touch to the idyllic scene. Putting pen to paper, this poet wrote about what he saw all around him and what he saw in his mind's eye. And the result was contemplation. There was nothing but a pretty blue sky. But then a red bird joined the high. Always, there's nothing that's alone. How can there be a heart of stone? That's why I contemplate. Why does anybody hate? If they would only wait for an answer. They would find there are some who are kind. They're standing right behind to lend an answer. There was nothing but a pretty clear brook. But then someone wrote about it in a book. Always alone shall gather friends. With joy that lasts and never ends. That's why I contemplate Why does anybody hate? If they would only wait for an answer, they would find there are some who are kind. They're standing right behind to lend an answer. All right, a little poetry to end up there with. And uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Special Light Refraction. And I hope you take pride in what God has uh, created for us. Not the kind of pride that says, I'm all that and the bag of chips. No, not that kind. The kind that says, we know who made what and we know why. Um, That does it for this episode. And until next time, this is Tony from TonyFunderburk.com reminding you, as always, that life has rhyme and reason because God made you. It's a rhyme and reason.